Welcome everyone, it is so great to have you here with us at Ingle Farm, here live in this studio. Uh, we're going to unpack the Word of God together, but before we do that, let's share a prayer together. God, we thank you for who you are, that you're good and you're faithful, that you're with us through every season. And Lord, we just pray that as we unpack your Word this morning, that Holy Spirit, you would speak something new and fresh to us, that you would awaken our hearts to all that you want to teach us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you want to you want to say, Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know about you, but as I look around the world at the moment, we kind of consume with so many issues, so many problems and challenges that we're facing. As we look through our community at the moment, we see people really facing um, you know big challenges, and I kind of look at it sometimes and think this is quite overwhelming you know you look at our world and see um, you know people facing challenges like body image like like mental health uh, suicide bullying both physical and cyber uh, family breakdown fatherlessness poverty both global and local um, you see loneliness and isolation and now in recent days we see the impact of the coronavirus and all the, the turmoil and, and the chaos and and the anxiety uh, that it's causing around uh, causing around our world and as we kind of take in all of that stuff and the brokenness, the fear, the anxiety, all around that, as we take it all in, we kind of get to this point of thinking, you know, what difference can I make in that space? It's all too much. Have we ever uh, uh, you know, found ourselves asking those questions? It's all too much. What can I do about it? Where do I start? Or what change can I bring to that? In John chapter 6, we see the disciples kind of um, wrestling with that same sort of question, this overwhelming sense of this, there's so much and what can I do about it? In John 6, the disciples encounter, uh, encounter a problem as they're out ministering, that feeling of what can they do? The disciples and Jesus are, are bombarded and somewhat overwhelmed as over 5,000 people present themselves to them. These 5,000 people are poor like sheep without a shepherd, lacking direction and purpose for life looking for something or someone who will make a change in their world. The disciples see the problem and Jesus basically says to them, you, you work it out. You guys go work it out. Similarly, in our world at present, there are many people like sheep without a shepherd, lacking direction, lacking focus, looking for hope amidst the chaos. And I believe Jesus is calling us as his church to do something about it. Just as he said to the disciples, you, you go do something about feeding. He's calling us, you go do something about the current state of the world. And the great hope is that God can use anyone. God can use anyone to partner with him to bring about a miracle. You see in this story in John chapter 6, uh, we see this little boy. And significant, but not significant enough to have his name mentioned for whatever reason. But this little boy was used by Jesus to perform a miracle. And for a moment, just stick with me here, get creative. But you can kind of imagine it right, that Johnny would have been maybe six or seven. And uh, he would have, like any other six or seven year old, you know, he got ready for his day and, and packed his bag, or maybe mum packed his bag for him, and, uh, got, you know, set out on his day. And here's Johnny walking around, heading to school. And in the far distance, he kind of sees this crowd kind of started to emerge and he's kind of intrigued. 
saying, what, what, what's going on over there? And so Johnny, all curious, kind of wanders over. And, and, and as he gets closer, he can see the crowd kind of, you know, talking more and getting all excited. Johnny's only six or seven, so he's, he's, he's pretty small. So he's trying to navigate his way through the crowd there and, and dodge some people. And, and he's hearing some stuff and he's wondering what's going on. And people, people had gathered to see Jesus. And Johnny hears that Jesus is here in this moment. And so he kind of wants to get closer and hear more about it. He hears Jesus talking to the crowd and he's engaged in that moment. And, 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 and as Jesus is talking, the whole crowd is fully engaged and immersed in what he's saying. And, and time kind of rolls on. And, and, and before you know it, it's kind of dark. It's, you know, the, 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 the sun's starting to go down and the stars are out. And it's like, well, do, do, we have any, do we have any food for these guys? Do we have any food for all of these people? And they're kind of looking around and Jesus is telling the disciples, well, you, you feed them. You go find something for them. And they're looking around the crowd and no one's got food on them. There's no McDonald's. There's no KFC around. But what there is, is this little boy, Johnny, who he's got, he's got his lunch prepared for the day. He's all sorted for the day. And Andrew, one of the disciples, catches the eye of the little boy. He says, boy, come here, mate. Come here. And here's Johnny, all prepared for his day. He's got enough for himself. And the disciple, Andrew, asks, you know, what's in your bag, son? And so he pulls out. I'm just joking. He pulls out his two fish. Because that's what you eat, right? And his five loaves. And offers it to Jesus. He offers it to Jesus, the simple lunch that he had, offers it to Jesus and partners with Jesus to see a miracle performed. You see, Johnny was all sorted for himself. He didn't have to give away what he had in his hands. He could have eaten his own lunch. He could have uh, kept it for himself. But here, this little boy, his name unknown, partners with Jesus to see a miracle. Anyone can partner with Jesus to see a miracle. We can partner with Jesus to see his kingdom come. And that's the great news about Jesus and his kingdom. We can bring whatever we have that may seem small and insignificant. Five loaves, two fish. May seem small and insignificant. However, that small thing placed in the king's hands has impact beyond our comprehension. The little that we have to offer placed in King Jesus' hands can impact beyond our comprehension. Everyone, regardless of their age, their gender, their status, their story, anyone, everyone has something to give. And just like the little boy, you too can trust Jesus with your lunch. This story is a great picture of God's kingdom, that we all have gifts and talents and hands that applied with His love make a difference to the world around us. Never let the vision of what God wants, to, wants us to do be limited by the resources we see in front of us. Let's never let the vision of what God wants us to do be limited by the provision that we see in front of us. The provision we have in front of us may seem small and insignificant, but partner with the King can go beyond our comprehension. If God is calling you to step out of what is comfortable and embrace the lonely, then go do that. If God's calling you to make extra meals and give them out to neighbours, then do that. 
if God's calling you to mow your neighbor's lawn because it's overgrown and looking all ugly and they're just life's out of control for them, then go do that. If God's calling you to serve him as a missionary overseas, then do that. Or if God's calling you to serve as a missionary in your workplace or your school, then let's do that. God's calling you at the moment to check on your neighbor and make sure they've got a roll of toilet paper, then let's go do that. In 1 Peter 4 verse 10 to 11, it says, God has given each of you a gift for his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Christ Jesus. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. However God has gifted you, however he's wired you, use that for his glory, for his kingdom's sake. You can make a difference as you abandon your hands to the heart of God and lives will be impacted. Some of you may have heard the story about a starfish. It's quite simple. But one day, this man was walking along a beach and saw this little boy kind of picking up starfish one after the other and throwing them back into the ocean. And the man uh, stopped and uh, asked the boy, you know, what, what are you doing? And the boy replied, it's quite simple. The tide's running out, surf's up. I'm, I'm throwing starfish back into the water so they, they can survive. And so he kept doing it. And the, and the man said to the young boy, you, you know, there's thousands of these starfish along the beach. There's thousands. Look how long the beach is. What difference are you going to make doing that? And the boy picks up another starfish, throws it back into the water and says, actually, I just made a difference in that one starfish. I've just made a difference for that one. I've just made a difference for that one. Friends, we have an opportunity in this time, in this season, in this moment, to make a difference with that one. With our one neighbor, our one family member, our one friend, who because of the way the world is at the moment and and the fear and the anxiety and the pressure that's surrounding, we can make a difference with the one. Just checking in on that neighbor, checking in on that friend blessing them with what God has placed in your hands, bringing it before God and saying, God, would you bless this? I made a meal for my neighbor. Would you bless this, Lord? Bless this and may, may it multiply. May it speak volumes to my friend or my neighbor. Lord, would you bless this? Just like the little boy, maybe we should offer our lunch to Jesus. Offer the resources that God has given us so that others may know the abundant grace and love that is found in him. I encourage us all to take just a moment and reflect. How is it that God has blessed me? What is it that God has placed in my hands? And how over this week can I activate that? How can I surrender that to Jesus so that it makes a difference in the world around me? God bless you all. Is that all right?